listening to Show Up, Stand Out, an online visibility show where we discuss how you can become more visible using social media and beyond, attract your perfect clients, and create more free time in your business and in your life so your dreams can finally become your reality. Strategies, mindset, interviews, opportunities, and lots and lots of actionable tips brought to you by your go-to online visibility strategist and your host, Juliette Stapleton. Hello and welcome back to Show Up, Stand Out, online visibility series for entrepreneurs where we show you um, everything you need to do, have or know to grow a profitable and unignorable personal brand. Today I have a very special guest and I just shared this with my guest Jen Scalier who was the very first person that I came across on Google looking for how to become visible online three years ago. And this is so awesome for me to welcome Jen to the show. Welcome to the show, Jen. Hi. And also to share Jen's story and to talk about what it takes to um, go from nothing to a seven-figure visibility and mindset strategist. And that is inspiring and amazing. So, Jen, let's start with that personal story of yours, which is so amazing. And the fact, actually, that you are a visibility strategist <laughs> and you also claim to be an introvert. There's so many people say, oh, I'm introvert. This is not for me. And yet you, you are an introvert and you went from rock bottom to seven-figure business within three years. Like, what was the biggest mindset shift that turned the tables? <laughs> I love this. Yeah. And I love to just let people know that because I think you being an introvert, sometimes we use that as a crutch to why we can't do certain things or why we don't put ourselves out there. And I was definitely doing that in my first year of business. I mean, I was completely still hiding, completely invisible. And really like, I never asked people to work with me. I didn't even have a work with me page on my website. Like that's how much I was hiding. <laughs> and you know, for me it was, you know, number one that like, this is actually a superpower, like being an introvert and having this like quiet power and people just like being attracted to the energy was like really, really cool for me and to stop using it as a crutch. And the other part was really about that. This is, it was all ego. It was all ego stuff that was keeping me from making the changes that I wanted to make from really impacting people. So I had to let the ego go and know that this was not about me. Um, it was about the people that I wanted to impact in the world. So those were kind of like the two things that really turned that switch for me from being like completely invisible, not making any money to really making a huge impact. And when you're saying ego, let's just clarify, like, what are the, like, what are the definitions of when somebody knows, like, some people don't realize that they actually, the ego is in the way. They just don't yeah. call it. So it would be great to just give examples. Yeah. So for me, it's, um, you know, and what I see a lot of people come to me with, is like fears that we have around what other people are going to think about us right? Versus, you know, really locking into your mission and your vision for, you know, the bigger thing that you want in the world. It's like, oh, what are people going to think about me? What if I look stupid? What if so-and-so says something to me? What if they think I'm a fraud? So it's all this stuff about us, right? And, you know, for me, like I said, it was that switch of like, wait a minute, this actually isn't about me. It is about the people that I was put on this earth to impact, you know, like I've been given this gift. And I need to own it and stop getting myself and my own worries and what are people going to think of me out of the way so that I can really do what I need to do here. And what was your first um, sort of act of empowerment when you actually started <laughs> letting people know that they can do business with you? 
Um, really interesting. So if I think back, um, you know, it was, I remember making like my first video and video was like, oh gosh, like as soon as people were like, you have to make video, I, I like froze. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, no way, no way. Um, and you know, now I can do it with ease and very easily, but you know, that was definitely the first thing for me is like getting over that fear of video and being able to just say like i can help you and i understand where you're coming from and you know i have these skills and let's work together so you know um definitely the video thing and also just being not being afraid to tell people that i had offers to actually sell that was also a huge you know fear of mine and a lot of people that i come across like they just have all these mindset blocks around selling and making offers and that was for me to get over that was where a lot of the money came in in my business obviously <laughs> was it was it this is an interesting then uh, question was it easy for you considering that you didn't have any business in the first um year and i i actually spent five years without promoting myself and everybody came to me through word of mouth so i i really remember how i was so terrified to to even pitch to someone i was like pitch and i, I have anxiety straight away so how did you overcome that was it difficult for you did you reach out to people or in you know in before it kind of all took off or did you take more like an attraction marketing approach what was working for you yeah definitely it was more of an attraction marketing so i um you know my personality type like i'm not the type of person that will just go reach out to someone just like i wouldn't walk into a room or a party and like go around the table the table like hey i'm jen you know like i mean that's the introvert in me so for me um that was just off the table for me to just like kind of cold reach out to people and try to get them to work with me. So I did a lot of the attraction marketing where I started to talk about my story. Um, people really started to resonate with my story. What I did was I just picked kind of, I picked three things that I was like, okay, what can people connect with me on? And like every post that I created or every video or every live stream, it was like, how can I relate this back to my business and really just lock in on what I call these connection points with my audience. So being an introvert was definitely one of them because that was where a lot of people were getting tripped up. So me being an introvert, me being a single mom, uh, me just going through a divorce. So those were like where people were actually starting to see me as more of a person versus like some guru or, you know, this untouchable coach, right? So it was really more on a personal level that people started to be attracted to what I was doing. It's very interesting, isn't it, that um, everybody thinks that you have to really show up as, a, as an expert, as a professor, and always like come out with just the businessy stuff. But it's that real stuff that assures people who come to work with us that we are the real people as well. We will hold their hand, we will, we will tell them sometimes tough love, and sometimes, you know, we'll tell them that it's okay to feel like this, and it's okay to, you know, so we will be there. And that's the only way, as you said, this creating that connection. And some people can say, and this is a conversation I have with my husband sometimes, he says, this is not business. You're, you can't be talking about, you know, your holidays when you... <laughs> And I'm saying, no, no, you can. If you bring it back, if you make a point and you bring it back into the business of visibility or, or things like that. Another thing I have to um, mention about you that even I remember very clearly three years ago when I came across you, you are showing up in your photography and everything. The image is real bold. So how, how did you, like, was it something that you've always had inside and you just embraced it? Or, um, because, you know, a lot of people say I'm an introvert, but actually it, it has to do with shyness, which is a little different thing. Yes, yes. So how did you find your visual image? 
Yeah. I mean, that's just who I am. <laughs> and that's what, you know, that's what people really love is because they're like, when I meet you in real person or I meet you at an event, like you're the same person that you are online. You know, it's not like some fake persona that I've created, you know, like the way that I dress in my photos, you know, with my hair, my hair color is always changing. Um, you know, I like have the leather jackets on and the jeans, like that's just how I dress, you know, it's not, and that's why I wanted to come across. I actually remember telling my branding person, like the, the girl that was doing my photos, just letting her know, like, I want to come off as like an approachable badass because I knew I was a badass, but I was like, I still want people to like, like, I don't want people to be intimidated by me. I still want them to be able to feel like, Hey, she's really cool. Like I want to talk to her, you know? So um, and I, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think that that's where your videos come uh, to play because your, your image is very bold and, and it can be, it's a strong woman, you know, and it's, it's fine. But on the videos, you can really feel the warmth and, and the personality and, and, and your smile and everything. <laughs> so, you know, it, it really just shows that you can't really choose. I know a lot of people shy away from video. And yes, it is scary, as you said in the beginning, very scary. But yet that's where, as I said, the truth true personality um and and maybe your imagery is very strong and maybe coldish like i know my imagery is a bit cold sometimes but it's like watch me on the video and then you know and what you see is what you get so can i so i'll ask you now with your with the let's talk about visibility somebody starting they're maybe like yourself uh, sitting behind the laptop or computer and and they're afraid to put themselves out there what are the best ways for you in your opinion uh, what are the best things for them to focus uh, from the start to sort of fast track that building that visibility for themselves yeah i mean i think you know it's it definitely has to do with action, but for me to just say, just do it is not, it's not helpful. <laughs> so what I do with my clients, and this is actually what happened for me is to find a small group of people, um, you know, your peers, other entrepreneurs, and kind of create some sort of like, like a little mastermind, I guess you could say, or a little group where like you can practice. So what happened with me is um, I ended up working with a coach, hired a coach, and she put all of her one-on-one clients in this Facebook group. And so there wasn't a whole lot of us, you know, there was maybe like 10 of us, um, but we were all in there and we were all pretty much beginning and still getting our footing and trying to be visible. And what we did in there was encourage each other. So we would actually go live in there. We would make our posts in there and say, hey, what do you think about this? So, you know, being able to do it like, baby steps are on a small scale first as you build up the confidence before you're like really like doing a video for a Facebook ad or something like that. So I felt like having the support from other people who were on a similar path just really helped me with my confidence and really helped me go out there because when I was maybe doubting myself or fearing like this isn't good or people aren't going to like it, I would get really, you know, good feedback from them, which gave me the courage to go out there and okay, now I can put it on my Facebook profile. And you're kind of all at the same, uh, you're in the same state of determination when yeah. you were in those kind of groups. And I, I notice myself as well, every time you go into the next spiral in your business, in your life, if you surround yourself with people who are at the same, um, you know, at the same level of determination in a way and passion and inspiration, it just elevates you and, and you definitely don't feel alone. So that's a great, great advice. Surround yourself. Like they say, you know, everybody's reading these things everywhere. We surround yourself with like-minded people. But it's truly, truly works because there is this energy. And I think the energy really uplifts us. What, what, okay, so let's say we've, we've mastered some of the basics and we're doing the video and everything. What is the next thing that we need to focus on? Definitely like your audience. 
So this is, you know, for me, it's like, I think people are using like their personal Facebook profiles, um, but you're mostly talking to people who don't care about your business, you know, like they didn't become your friend to like buy from you. So I always say like, start to cultivate an audience. And this is really good too, because obviously you're going to start small. Um, but my two favorite ways to do that, where it's going to be actual people who are like, okay, I like you. I connect with you. I want to hear from you. I want more from you is either a Facebook group or an email list. Um, you know, because those are actual people who want to hear from you and those are going to be your potential buyers. That's so true. But by the way, like people who follow me, <laughs> they know I've started to build everything on my personal profile, but <laughs> not with my friends. You know, you do have yeah. to. And, and what you said is very important. You know, Facebook group is great because you can interact with people and, you know, you can create conversations. Not really, you need to have a page, but the email list is where you get direct communication with them as well. And, and you know, and just in case the Facebook just shuts down, you can't really exactly. put all your eggs in one <laughs> basket. But I think that where, the, where there's a will, there's a way. I know that you have a massive group. Mm -hmm. what do, what's happening inside your group? Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually doing a cleanup in the group right now because, you know, with the fa Facebook algorithm, it's, it's crazy. So um, the group is about 13,000 people. And I mean, that has been cultivated over many, many years. You know, it did not happen overnight. Um, and, you know, in there, I share mindset and marketing strategies for visibility. And it's all kinds of stuff. So I love the Facebook group, too, because for me, it's market research. I can post a poll in there and ask people what they're struggling with or, you know, what's their number one challenge with visibility or what's their number one challenge with mindset. Um, I ask a lot in there, like, where are you at in your business? So I really get a gauge of like, who's in there, what they need. I do live streams in there. I host challenges in there. So there's a lot of really cool stuff happening in there. But also for me, it's like, it's a, it's a breeding ground for me to be able to really understand what do my people want, right? And kind of validate some of the things in my business before I put them out there on a bigger scale. So there's lots of different ways to be able to use that Facebook group for your benefit. That's amazing. And actually, while we're talking about, you know, showing up and you mentioned, you know, that you, you went the attraction marketing route. So maybe this is an interesting thing. So our attraction marketing, you know, with producing content and how in, in your experience and the best maybe tips you can get, how do you convert how do you monetize this because a lot of people are showing up this they're, they're they're putting the content out there but then the conversion is very sort of weak uh, yeah <laughs> well i think you definitely have to have a strategy around it so i think that that is definitely a big mistake people are you know they're putting out the content but there's no real path to get them to do what you want to do so you definitely want to have a strategy around it like okay if i you know really understanding like what your main thing is and how like if I create this opt-in or if I create this challenge like how does that actually lead to a program or an offer or a course or working with me one-on-one -on -one. so having to be really really strategic of, around the content and another thing is like don't just put out the content without a call to action that's a huge mistake right it's like really great content how do like what's the next step tell me the next step I feel like sometimes a lot of times, actually, we have to be very explicit with what we want people to do. We can't just assume that people are going to say, oh, she's really great. I like this post. I'm going to private message her or I'm going to go on her website. Yes, some people will do that. But I find that a lot of times we have to be really explicit. Send me a private message if you want to find out how to work together. Click on this link. Join my Facebook group. So you don't have to have a CTA on every single post, especially if you are using your Facebook personal profile, because that would get annoying. Um, but definitely if somebody's scrolling and they're looking through, like you want to have a path for them to take. And it's great that you mentioned this, that 
you can't assume you can't assume that they will take action because the attention span when we're looking at the screens we're just so much distraction and you know on the mobile devices all the notifications so we yeah. do have to say and even on the personal profile there's well where there's a will there's ways to yeah. but but to be explicit and to say it and to spill it out i think that this is where um, i see a lot of people holding back and saying well you know i'm just going to show up shine my light and you know hope <laughs> Hope for the best. This is the only time when I laugh at the word hope. Yeah, I love the word, but you have to use it in the right context. Uh, and if I, I'm sure that if you were showing up, but you were not using the call to action and actually telling people that you know, do this if you want to find out more. Do this. And uh, let's talk about consistency because mm -hmm. the uh, that's another I think end of things where people do it. They do it once or twice, and then they say, "Well, that didn't work for me." Yes. And just like you said, like it's, it's context too. So it's consistency, but it's also context, right? So the amount of information and the amount of things that people are seeing on a daily basis, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through their Facebook feed is it's, it's insane, right? So most of the time your stuff is not being seen. You know, we think in our head, like, Oh, if I make this post, a hundred percent of people are going to see it and they're not going to like it, you know? So that's why. So consistency, but also do it more than once, you know? So if you put out a call to action for your one-on-one -on -one and maybe you don't get any bites for, you know, right off the bat, do it again, do an Instagram story, like talk about it multiple times because at some point, like you're going to hit the right people. And just with one post, if you gauge everything on that one post, you know, your ideal client may not have even seen it. Like maybe she was not on Facebook at that point of time or the algorithm was like, oh, we're not going to show it today, <laughs> you know, for whatever that is. And so it's got to be consistency and repetition, but also um, context. So for me, it's like, don't just always put a call to action. So you want to have context around your calls to action and context around your offers. Like, oh, okay, so I really like this person they're cool. I'm watching them on a live stream. They gave me really great value. Oh, this post is talking about their life. And it's a picture of her and her husband or her and her son, you know? So you want to like, cause if somebody's going to go to your page and maybe scroll a little bit to kind of see, okay, what's, what's this person all about? You want them to have context. You don't want them to just, you don't want to just see a bunch of posts where somebody's like, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. Because then that comes across as kind of desperate too. <laughs> it's like, it's like at any party, right? I, I always say, but it's a party. So we don't like people who oh, sell and we don't like professors who bore us to death. <laughs> I know for a fact, I connect to people and I will connect to people or I even accept friend requests because I see a picture of their dog or something <laughs> like, and I'm like, for this dog, I am going to accept this friend request even though I don't know your intention but you know it's like we connect as humans yeah. and I think it's so important especially when you're using social media to as you said and we kind of going back to where you you were describing how you started doing your live streams and you had these you know connection points like being a mom and, and, or being, being, you know, um, what was the other one there about relationships as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, you know, like just to kind of have a summary of what we were saying, if you feel like you're an introvert or shy, this is not an excuse not to be visible. There's Jen who is, you know, walking proof of you can, you can really build a huge business and, and be very, very successful. All you need to do is start showing up. If, reaching out directly and you know is not your thing that's still okay because you can still you can absolutely make it before i let you go i want to ask you one more thing just for yeah. you and how it works for you and your strategies do you we, we mentioned about consistency and a plan for the content 
do you um, like planning your content all in advance and writing it all out? And, or would you allow yourself spontaneity? Oh, it's always fun. It's always spontaneity. Always. I talk about this all the time too, because I know people batch and I know people, you know, they'll buy like 365 content prompts and I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, because for me, it's, it's about the energy. And when I'm writing a post or I'm in the moment and I really want to share something, like I've got to get it out there then. You know, I find that the couple of times that I was like, oh, maybe it's a smart idea for me to maybe pre-plan some of my posts or pre-plan some of my newsletters. And it just doesn't go out with the same energy as if I did it in the moment or, you know, whatever is happening for me right now. Because especially I would say like, we're always changing, shifting, and evolving as people who are in the personal development world, who are change makers, like we're always growing. We have mentors, we go to trainings, we go to conferences, and so is your business, right? So if I planned out a year's worth of content, like I don't even know where I'm gonna be two months from now or three months from now. Like I might have a completely different viewpoint on something or perspective that if I share it, you know, something that I created six months ago, it might not be in align, alignment with what I'm ha what's happening for me right now. So I always do it on the fly. I am so glad that you said that because there's just too much, um, uh, too much discourse, too much, too many strategies that say you have to plan, but not everybody is made to plan things yeah. ahead. I am exactly like you. I don't know what's going to happen in two, two months. I know my launches. I know generally what's happening, but I also noticed that when you are producing the content with that joy and energy and the flow, there is a, a, an amazing comeback. And it's not even something that you can put in numbers and some sort of stats. Yeah. It's just this energy thing and it, it converts big yeah. time. But you try and do it in advance and write it. It's dry and people just yeah. scroll by. Exactly. So I'm so, so happy that you joined. You, you shared so much and I, am, I just feel so aligned with a lot Yay. of things that awesome. you said and it's brilliant. Um, Jen, how can people find you or join your group as we mentioned your group? Yes. Yeah, so probably the two places that I'm kind of hanging out right now is my Facebook group. Like I just mentioned, um, jenscalia.com forward slash tribe, and it'll take you right to the Facebook group. And then also I'm kind of hanging out on Instagram, like doing some Facebook sto or Instagram stories. So that's at meant for millions. Uh, so you can ha find me over there as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Absolutely enjoyed interviewing you today. And guys, I will see you on another episode of show up, stand out. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Show Up Stand Out with me, your host and your online visibility strategist, Juliet Stapleton. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you're ready to be more visible and create an impact, check out julietstapleton.com to see how I can support you on this journey and help you show up fearlessly and with ease.